there's nothing worse than tooth pain. Well, there is actually. It's going to the counter after you've been to the dentist and finding out what the bill is. But it doesn't have to be all that bad if you've got some cash savings behind you. Today on the podcast, we are talking about emergency funds. You're listening to My Millennial Daily, and I'm Glenn James. One of the biggest financial achievements that you may ever make, other than buying a car, other than buying a house, other than having a self-funded retirement and all that stuff, is having a dedicated cash stash called an emergency fund, a safety fund, whatever you want to call that. And I'm not talking about physical cash in the house. I'm talking about a dedicated bank account that is just set aside for the unexpected, for the unplanned. And I know that many of you struggle to save money and that's okay, I was once like that. But I really want to get you to think about your financial life, not as a two or three month little thing and I need to save you know, in the next couple of months, but over the years, if we can get you to have an emergency stash aside, even if it takes one, two, three years to save that, it will really set one of your foundations up to withstand any kind of weird emergencies that come out of the woodwork, right? I was talking to someone just the other day. They bit down on something, chipped a bit of their tooth, didn't go to the dentist straight away, got a little bit infected. Next minute, $4,000 root canal with a crown, and that's expensive, right? We want to get to the stage with our financial life where possible that a financial blow like an unexpected dental bill, like a fridge blowing up, like a car gearbox stopping and blowing up, that one of those financial blows is merely an inconvenience rather than an event that will set you back many years. So what I want to encourage you to do is to have an emergency fund. You can call it a a cushion fund. You can call it a, (laughs) a whoopsie fund, whatever that is. I just want to help you get to that point where you've got some money set aside. So we kind of teach that a good aim or a good target is about three months worth of expenses. Now, I think it's important to clarify what are not expenses. Expenses in your budget when calculating your emergency fund are not savings for a holiday. They're not extra repayments on a mortgage. They are not savings for clothes, luxuries, anything like that. They're not extra car repayments. Your expenses over the three months that you might calculate, once your money comes into your bank account each payday, net income, how much do you use each week to live? And by live, I mean rent, food, fuel, clothes, basic living expenses, not luxuries, savings, holiday clubs and all that stuff. Do they still do holiday clubs? Maybe. So we need to calculate an amount. Now, I'm not too prescriptive with if it works out to be $5,182, well, maybe just go, okay, I'm going to do $5,000. If it works out to be $13,100, you might go, look, I'm going to target $15,000. But I do want you to start to think with your financial life, if there is an emergency that comes, and in my book, there's a case study there of a young lady who was in a car crash. She didn't have any insurance. She was in hospital for months and she had an emergency fund and it saved her financial life. It turned that financial event 
into an inconvenient financial event, not a catastrophe. The worst thing that can happen in an emergency is to go back into debt. And you might say, well, I've got a credit card for emergencies. Well, I believe the worst time to go into debt is when there is an emergency. We can self-insure that emergency. After the break, I'm going to talk through some practical steps when setting up your emergency fund and also what we consider emergencies. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so emergencies are things that you do not budget for week on week. Stuff that might happen that we can't think of, that doesn't happen much. It could be the tooth analogy. You know, you need a couple of thousand dollars for some emergency dental repairs. It could be a car excess. So if you hit someone and there's a car insurance claim and you need a $900 excess, it could be, oh, window smashed at home and we need to replace that bit of glass and it's $500. Stuff that you don't budget for week on week. Emergencies aren't, oh, the share market's on sale. I'm going to take that money out of the emergency fund and put it in there. Emergencies aren't, oh, I need a new lounge. That's an emergency. No, no, you can save for that. Emergencies are things that you don't save for ordinarily in your budget because you don't want different bank accounts. All right, well, there's $500 there in case there's a car insurance excess, $200 in that account in case I bite down on something. That's not practical. We just need a cash buffer. So if you are in consumer debt when building your emergency fund, if you've got credit cards, personal loans, trying to get out of debt, what I would encourage you to do is put all debt on minimum payments. Then with any extra money, try and save to $1,000 or $1,500 or $2,000 just for a starter emergency fund. If you get a $1,000 bonus at work, don't pay it on the debt. That's your emergency fund. Then start to pay your debt off, attack your debt, smash the debt, get rid of it. Then once you're debt free from your buy now, pay later, your credit cards, your car loans, your personal loans, then I want you to focus on building your emergency fund. I've got more than three months because I'm a little bit conservative and I want to have that extra buffer because that's my comfort level. Now, finally, if you do have an emergency and you need to pay $700 for car excess, pause all your investing, pause all your savings, pause all your extra debt repayments, keep the minimums happening, then top up the emergency fund, then go back and continue with the rest of your financial goals. What do you think? Maybe join the conversation in the Facebook group. Have a chat. I'm Glenn James. You're listening to my Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Spotify.